Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is that time of year where we have lots of special meals, and maybe they might be a little bit different this year. Maybe not traveling this year, uh, and and so we have some ideas that we want to share with you today. Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us today, Sarah Carenti. She is a registered dietitian, a manager for health and welfare member wellness products at Concordia Plan Services. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It is almost Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which means a uh, time of giving thanks. That's usually associated with harvest in in uh, the United States, uh, harvest meals, fall meals, that sort of thing. And so we asked you to come join us today to share some some great recipes for either Thanksgiving or the week of Thanksgiving. And uh, looking ahead to the notes, you did not disappoint. I'm excited about these. <laughs> and I really wish I would have made them before we talked about them so that I could eat them today while we're talking about these great recipes. Yeah. Do you hear your food critic review of them while we discuss the nutritional <laughs> To them. Yeah, great. Next time, I will send your recipes to you even sooner. Now, see, when 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 we talk about hymns, Sarah Gulseth gets excited about hymns. Yes. I get excited talking about food, and I start like tripping over my own words because I'm so excited True. about these. <laughs> oh man, I love both of these. I don't think I have the same love for hymns as Sarah, but. Um, I do very much enjoy hearing her passion come through when I listen to um, <laughs> her talk about those. So, um, but food, yeah, I'm always, I'm always ready to talk about food. Uh, same here. I'm always ready to eat food too. So not just yep. talk about it, but eat it. Um, so you put together some great recipes, gathered some great recipes to share with us today for the coming week. As you were thinking through these recipes, what were you thinking about? What what meals were you thinking about? Were you thinking about Thanksgiving Day or other times during that week? What were what was on your mind as I you was, were gathering this? I recipes? was thinking about Thanksgiving Day, um, and really, so I mean, first just to step back when we think about Thanksgiving Day, um, this year more than any year, I think people have maybe had extra challenges around eating. Um, I know I've had struggles at times with just kind of giving into that emotional eating, which doesn't always do well for me physically, and then really doesn't end up helping me um, mentally either. But I wanted to start with even like, just for everyone to kind of pause when they enter that day and think about why it is they're eating, you know, what what is food for? Um, I do believe that God gave it to us um, for more than just you know, nourishing our bodies. So that's the primary reason. There is a social aspect to it, which might look a little different this year, but in all, it's to fuel our bodies so that we can do what it is that he's asking us to do. Um, So I want to remind people to to try to enter that day with some intention, not saying you can't enjoy any of the foods or anything like that, but just each time you're going to to take that bite or to sit down to that meal, you know, kind of kind of think about it, but then still enjoy it and and, um, give yourself a little bit of grace and have fun. So I, I thought of kind of the whole day and 
I don't know, maybe this is just like the food loving dietitian part of me, but um, Thanksgiving day is like the whole day at our house, you know, like it's what, what kind mm-hmm. of coffee are we making and what are we having for breakfast? And, and so the goal in our house and what I recommend to people is to, to try to keep it balanced. So um, the first recipe that I, I found and wanted to share um, is a way to get some good protein in early in the morning, which is going to help to maintain your blood sugar levels so that you're not maybe craving things, having low energy, especially if you're still cooking a big meal. Um, you don't want to be that cranky person around your family or you don't want to end up grazing all day, you know, just because you're, you're kind of consistently hungry. Um, the perk of this recipe, so these are um, Mediterranean breakfast muffins, not my recipe. Another dietitian made them. I'm just sharing them. But the perk of these is it's something you don't actually have to cook Thanksgiving Day, but it's going to be a really healthy protein packed start to your day. Um, you can easily make them ahead of time, freeze them, pop a few in the microwave that morning on Thanksgiving or really any day um, to give you a good start. So that's where I wanted to start um, with with Thanksgiving Day. How many, do you guys eat Thanksgiving morning? Do you guys think about that? Or is it just like a, you just start eating and it just it's all day? <laughs> I don't think Andy stops eating ever. <laughs> oh, okay. So. <laughs> I was going to take offense to that, but it's true. So. It's true. <laughs> I can't okay. take offense to that. That's what I kind of thought. Maybe they're just going to be those people that approach the day as this is the eating day. But In our household, so I- it's, our household is divided on this. I think that the strategy is you should eat something, eat, eat, eat a reasonable breakfast so that you're not like so hungry by the time you get to Thanksgiving, whether it's a one o'clock in the afternoon or a 6 p.m., I think you should have a reasonable breakfast or maybe even a lunch if you're not eating until later in the day mm-hmm. so that you're not hangry. And mm-hmm. uh, I think if you just wait and, and like fast all day until that meal, then your stomach, I think, is so much smaller. You can't enjoy all of it, right? Is that a good theory? No, bad strategy? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good theory. Um, your stomach is going to kind of ebb and flow in size, but it's more over time how, how big it really is. But okay. it, it's it's stretchy, stretchy muscle. So it's it's going to stretch whenever you put more in it than it's used to. Anyway, you just might feel a little more uncomfortable. Um, but no, to your point, um, some people do eat like that big traditional Thanksgiving meal midday. Sometimes it's in the evening or it's at like a more unconventional um, afternoon, like whatever the opposite of brunch is. I've never really figured out the word for that lunch, dinner, in between kind of meal, but you know, dinner. Dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so no matter when you eat, there's likely going to be snacking through the day, whether it's just appetizers or things like that. Um, and there's probably alcohol going on through the day, whether it's having a glass of wine or whatever it might be as you're, you're socializing and just enjoying your company. So I want to remind people to kind of get you through to that part of the day, like that big meal. Um, Make sure you're hydrating, 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 hydrating. So keeping, um, you know, your water balanced with, you know, alcohol and all the salty foods that you might be taking in in order to um, help you to, A, stay away from hunger that is like tricking you, like it's not real hunger, but then B to also kind of counteract all of that and keep your system kind of, kind of working well. If you're not used to that, 
um, kind of intake, then um, it it might be kind of not such a good day the next day. So make sure you're hydrating, um, limiting alcohol, the calories add up quick with alcohol. But then also if you are choosing a snack between the day, do so mindfully and go for that that protein. You know, make sure that you're including that. It's so easy for us to just go for the real fatty things like the cheeses and um, dips and things and then the carbohydrates like you know, chips and crackers and all those kinds of snack foods, which just kind of end up leaving us feeling a little bit drained and just wanting to have more of those foods. So um, kind of keeping an eye on those. And then when it comes to dinner, I think the goal with that, I'd recommend people just don't walk into it thinking it's it's the last supper. You know, it is the last meal of the day, maybe, and it is supper, but it's not the last one, hopefully, um, for most people. Uh, so enjoy the foods that you want to enjoy, but um, do remember, you can save some for leftovers. You know, you can you can eat more again later. Um, I did bring a recipe, a couple recipes that could go with dinner, just to kind of challenge some of the traditional foods that maybe aren't the healthiest, like um, like stuffing usually has either gravies on it and it has butters and all those things in it. Um, and then sometimes there's a vegetable, uh, a non-starchy vegetable. Um, usually it has like cream of something in it. Uh, so I brought a super simple recipe Um to share that um, is it's really easy to execute. Um, and then it's also really like you just put it in the oven, just chop everything up, flop it on a tray, put it in the oven um, and it's done in usually about 20 to 30 minutes, depending how much you have on your tray. Um, all things that can be easily adjusted, but in all, they're going to be foods that have more fiber in them. So they're going to keep you fuller longer, um, better for your heart health. So we're thinking long term here, not just Thanksgiving Day. But then there are also going to be um, foods that are higher in antioxidants. So the grains that I mentioned and the Brussels sprouts and the vegetables um, all are going to help us in keeping our immunity up, which is good for this time of year with um, cold and flu season, but especially with the pandemic that we're in as we're trying to battle cold and flu and COVID um, here in the coming months. So um, hopefully those are going to be things that people uh, are willing to try. Um, they can be done with like a smaller group. So if it's just your immediate household that is sticking together or you're limiting how many people come to your house, um, they, they're easily adjustable kind of recipes um, to meet whatever whatever group size you're going to have. So um, yeah, I don't know, Sarah, if you've gotten to look at them yet, but um, hopefully they're things that, that you can actually eat or make adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I generally have to use recipes as suggestions and kind of just make my own thing up as I go along, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, I end up with some really delicious stuff. I want to go back to the uh, the breakfast muffins. I'm not sure we actually <laughs> talked about what was in them. So can you can you unpack the uh, Mediterranean breakfast muffins yeah. recipe for us? Yeah. Sorry, I just had so much to tell you guys. It's so exciting. <laughs> um, it's just egg and then salmon. So uh, whether it's cooked salmon or canned salmon and then a little bit of feta and you just kind of whip it all up and you pour it into muffin tins and bake it super easy. And you can obviously swap things out. You know, if you don't like salmon, but maybe you wanted to add in um, like olives or peppers or something like that, it would change the protein content a little bit, but um, it's just going to, it's going to make it 
to to your taste. Um, and there's be plenty of protein with the egg that's in there. So um, yeah, feel free to to wing it however you need to, Sarah or anyone uh, to make it fit, whether your dietary needs or um, just your food preferences. Now, usually my preferred salmon plate is like a smoked salmon or, or salmon like sashimi, something like that. But this appeals to me, uh, if I'm going to have cooked salmon, this appeals to me as like a nice breakfast option. So basically, it's just a, a couple of eggs and either cooked or canned salmon and uh, feta for those who can do dairy. I was trying to think of something else I might swap out for the feta since I, I can't do dairy anymore. Um, yeah. Maybe some chickpeas or something like that mm. that might uh, yeah. add a similar texture. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, or like you mentioned, some olives or something like that to, to add to it. Um, the, I'm mm-hmm. really excited. And would you would you top this with anything? Maybe like a, a little splash of hot sauce or something? <laughs> I'm always about hot sauce on my eggs. So hot sauce <laughs> would be good. Um, for someone that wants maybe like a tart and creamy, you could do um, maybe a small dollop of um, plain nonfat Greek yogurt to give it mm-hmm. kind of like a sour creamy kind of taste. Um, you could, oh man. Put me on the spot, Andy. Oh, Mediterranean breakfast muffins. Now, I suppose if you had like a healthy tzatziki sauce, maybe mm-hmm. you could yeah. a little bit of that mm-hmm. on these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to make people like, you know, go too extra if this is just <laughs> one thing that they're cooking amongst others. But right. no, if you had the time, um, the things on hand, if you wanted to throw some some cut up cucumbers in that non-fat Greek yogurt and, and tap it. Yeah, that would that would be a great addition as well. A little lemon. Mm. Dill. Oh, a little lemon on top. That sounds great. Now I'm really hungry yeah, and we still have more food to talk about <laughs> here on the coffee hour. We're talking with Sarah Crenti from Concordia Plan Service. We have more to share with you in the recipes uh, for Thanksgiving here on the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking with Sarah Carenti, our favorite uh, resident dietitian <laughs> on all things like good foodies. I think I referred to this in the notes. I think I referred to you as our foodie professional. Is that right? <laughs> Love it. I'm going to add that to my LinkedIn. Add that, yes. Like, add that to your certificates. That's real, on the right? Wall. Do you have legitimate yeah, foodie professional? Yeah, <laughs> um, much more than a foodie. Like le- legitimately studied this, studied food way longer than I have in a much more professional manner. Like I've been studying food my whole life, but it's really just eating it, <laughs> studying it. Um, you have provided with us some great recipes. The Mediterranean breakfast muffins sound fantastic. Eggs and salmon, and uh, maybe some feta. 
become easy. Uh, you can do that in about a half an hour, it looks like. Um, and, and we'll share the recipes on our uh, with the, the program notes today, too, on our website. So mm-hmm. you can check them out there. Um, so bring us to now the, the Thanksgiving meal, whether it's dinner or lunch or dinner, whatever <laughs> time of day it is. Uh, you've, you've offered us some other recipes that you've gathered up to, uh, to share for this meal. Yeah, I was just trying to think, what are some of the, the traditional foods that people eat? And not that, you know, in moderation, any of them are overly, overly bad, but in thinking that people might be gathering in smaller groups. So like, why do you want to make, you know, a whole turkey or why do you want to make a a whole like recipe of grandma stuffing that makes like 50 servings or whatever. (laughs) Um, But then also to kind of challenge the nutritional aspect of some of these, these favorites and and just kind of have people have something um, fresh. So with Turkey, I mean, Turkey's great. Um, Now the fried turkeys and things, you know, if that's, if that's what is done for you, be appreciative, but uh, maybe stick to the white meat keep the skin off um, just to kind of help reduce the fat. Not that fat's bad, but it's the saturated fats, which are in those um, kinds of fried pieces and skins that are going to add to heart disease in the long run. Um, So again, if it's a sometimes thing, fine. But um, if you're really trying to to watch what you're you're taking in that day, then I would recommend skipping those. Um, Skipping a lot of the sauces and gravies and things because it's it's just extra calories that don't necessarily um, add any to how full you are or how long you're full. Um, but then when we talk about like dressing or stuffing, I don't, do you guys call it dressing? Stuffing? Stuffing. Like, stuffing? I feel like this but, should be a poll. I'm a bilingual family. We refer to it as either one. We use okay. them interchangeably. I feel like okay. it's more probably a geographic thing. I don't know. Is it? Interesting. I don't know. I don't know Typically. that. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're I'm a, I'm a stuffing person, but I've noticed my husband's family is a dressing hmm. family. So I guess I'm I'm more like Andy Bates now that I, I have to say both. But whatever you call <laughs> it, um, it, it might not always be the healthiest. Sure, you can make whole grain versions and things like that. Um, some versions they're adding in uh, maybe nuts or dried fruits, which are great on their own, but again, are very calorie dense little, you know, morsels of deliciousness. So you got to kind of tread cautiously. I did offer up um, a whole grain farro stuffing with uh, mushrooms. So you still get that savory, more umami flavor that you would get with um uh, a stuffing or dressing that's made with uh, turkey broth and, and stuff like that um, without the, the saturated fats that come because that's what we're going to be getting when we're using any animal kind of products. Um, it's it's a great dish that is pretty versatile, so you can take out mushrooms. I, I have those friends that just really don't like mushrooms, so take those out um, and maybe fold something else in that you like. Um, maybe, maybe it's uh, chickpeas, like you were saying um, a bit ago, Andy, or maybe it's um, just another vegetable. Maybe it's slivered carrots or, or something like that. Um, very versatile, uh, and it's going to help you to um, have more of that fiber that's going to keep you fuller, fuller much longer. Um, did you guys know that mushrooms are high in antioxidants? I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Uh, they are. 
Um, and I still get people that get a little confused about what antioxidants exactly do. So, you know, digging into biochemistry for a second, there are these free radicals that are kind of all over that um, could cause harm to ourselves. And, and then that's when we start to have challenges with how kind of different parts of our bodies function and, and ultimately how, how well we're protected. So antioxidants are going to be the ones to kind of capture and neutralize those free radicals. And then, you know, kind of supporting uh, the way our body's supposed to work and supporting things like our immune system, which is huge, whether you're gathering with just your household or um, with, you know, you're, you're going to dare to continue on and have your gathering of 50 family members or whatever you do. Um, immunity is super important this time of year, COVID aside. Uh, so any way that you can incorporate more antioxidants on Thanksgiving or any day is going to help you um, just to stay, to stay healthier um, and combat those colds and, and all those things. So um, mushrooms are really um, a good source of antioxidants for um, any of the fruits and vegetables, really. So how many of you eat vegetables that do not have some sort of cream on them? <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> is, that, is that a stretch? I mean, come on, green bean casserole. It's the green beans and what cream of mushroom soup, yeah, basically. Yeah, that, that it's delicious. <laughs> not saying it's not delicious. It's just um, uh, nutritionally challenged, maybe. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, so diplomatic. <laughs> I don't want to say anything's good or bad. I just, um, it, it could be better. Uh, but I'll, I'll give like a half vegetable serving for those that eat the green bean casserole. Um, there are ways to make vegetables still very tasty without being just, you know, you know, steamed broccoli or something. There's a lot that you can do to vegetables to really make them, um, make them flavorful and interesting and, and very complementing to a lot of the other traditional foods that we have on Thanksgiving. One of the things that we eat a lot at my house, and this isn't just Thanksgiving, it's all the time. Um, we roast Brussels sprouts. And then at the end, we top it with a nice balsamic glaze. So it adds a little bit of sweetness, but since it still has that kind of um, vinegar base to it, it adds that little bit of tang and it's just delicious. It's super easy to make. Um, you just, we chop our Brussels sprouts in half after washing them. And what my family has come to love is when you pull some of the leaves off. Have you guys ever done that? Where you pull mm -hmm. just a few of the outer leaves off and let them roast with the, the more whole sprouts. They get crispy and delicious and it just adds an extra little uh, bit of flavor because of the texture is different. And it's, it's just wonderful. I highly recommend it. Does it take a little more time to sit and pull leaves off? Sure, but I trust you. Trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> Now, I did say if you wanted to, you could add for a little bit of um, just a hint of a salt flavor to it. You could sprinkle um, your serving with some Parmesan. Maybe not you, Andy and Sarah. I don't know if Parmesan's safe for you either. But for those that want to try that, um, it, it's a good flavor combination, um, though it's delicious without. You could even um, omit the balsamic if you're not a fan and just um, drizzle with some lemon. Uh, after it comes out of the oven, and that makes for a nice kind of uh, tart um, addition to it uh, at the end too. 
So very versatile, lots that you can do, but if you are a recipe follower, you can just follow exactly whatever. <laughs> I, know I know all the people that they're, they're real, like, don't give me a, a, a recipe. I'm just going to wing it. And then you have the other people that are like, okay, at what minute do I add the pepper? And I'm like, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> when do you add the cream of mushroom soup to this one? That one, you, you pour it a bowl, keep it on the side and just keep it on the side. <laughs> and then throw it out. <laughs> I think the first time I had roasted Brussels sprouts in a way that I really loved was actually at a Friendsgiving several years ago. Uh, one of my friends brought roasted Brussels sprouts and I was like, nah, I mean, mm, I don't love Brussels sprouts, but they were amazing. And then I started yeah. making them more. They were so good. <laughs> so good and so easy. I grew up with like the Brussels sprouts, like out of the can or the freezer or whatever, which are just mm -hmm. totally different. So for anyone that that's your memory, um, just just trust us here. <laughs> you know, like push back <laughs> that memory and and try these. It's going to change. I think how you think of Brussels sprouts. So one to two pounds of Brussels sprouts. You wash them and then you cut them in half. I, I have to ask, do you put the cut side of the Brussels sprout face down or face up or does it matter? Because I've it often wondered. It doesn't wondered. matter, but good okay. question. Um, it doesn't matter uh, depending on how many you have on the tray. So we usually do two pounds at a time just because we love Brussels sprouts mm -hmm. so much. Um, we usually end up like shaking the, the pan halfway or kind of taking a spatula mm -hmm. and flipping them. So mm -hmm. they're going to get cooked on both sides either Either way, um, if 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 you are very organized and you want them all to be face down first, and then flip, you can. I'm not <laughs> not saying that it is uh, necessary for success, though. Good question. So drizzle with uh, drizzle with what olive oil and and maybe some seasoning like uh, you, you mentioned garlic powder here, and then uh, bake them at 425 for what, 25 to 30 minutes. And then, then add, then you add the balsamic after that. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the balsamic glaze is just uh, a reduction or a boiled down version of um, a balsamic vinegar. So if you cook okay. it a lot longer, um, like, so if you put it on early and then cooked it, it's not that it would go wrong, but um, it might reduce it more or kind of melt mm -hmm. it a little bit. Um, and just kind of spread out too much. And you really, you really want to get that nice, delicious balsamic morsel on each bite. Mm, it's a great uh, recipe. We've been doing Brussels sprouts in our house as well. Sometimes we'll even slice up sweet potatoes and throw them in between mm. Brussels sprouts. Same thing, uh, olive oil, mm. roast them in the oven. Mm -hmm. mm, now I'm hungry. And uh, hopefully you've got some great <laughs> ideas now, folks, for uh, whether it's Thanksgiving or as Sarah referenced, I forgot to mention Friendsgiving, if you have a, another you know, tiny little get together, getting together with a couple of friends um, and want to have a little Friendsgiving meal. These are all great recipes for that. We'll share them in the program notes today. Our guest, Sarah Carenti, registered dietitian and manager for health and welfare member wellness Concordia Plan Service. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being our guest on the coffee hour today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and be well. Thank you. You too. You're listening to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Yeah. 
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Oh,